Okay. Welcome to the Mary Goulet Show. Today, I have the honor of having Jenny Edwards as my guest, and she is from the YourDynamicStory.com website, and her beautiful baby, Ariel, who's being awesome. So we're going to get started right away in case Ariel decides she's had enough. <laughs> so welcome, Jenny. We met at the New Media Summit in September and just wanted to get you on the show because you're such a... You have such a presence. Oh, and, thanks, Mary. Yeah, I'm very, you and I speak some of the same language, which is great. So give me some of your backstory, you know, before you had kids even. Yes. Well, I just celebrated my 15 years in San Diego. Oh, nice. And I'm super excited because I escaped those cold winters of the Midwest. Where are you from? And I'm from Illinois, and oh, I lived in Ohio. Minnesota. What did you say? Minnesota. Yes. Yeah. So you get it. Yeah. <laughs> Understand the escape. Yeah. And I had, it was kind of a blessing in disguise, of course, because I had had this devastating day when I got called into my boss's office. I worked at a corporate retail company in Ohio. and she told me that I was going to be amongst 140 people that were being laid off because of management changes. And I was so upset because I had given seven years of my life, which being in my 20s, that was a huge chunk of my life Yeah. for this company. And I had these big visions and these plans of, you know, getting to the next, you know, higher uh, level and all of that stuff. And all of a sudden, it's just whisked away. And uh, I had been asked to stay for three months longer so that they could get through the busy holiday season, and they were going to give me severance and all this stuff. And my boyfriend at the time had been told that his position was ending that day. And he and I had been planning to move to San Diego together. And it was really upsetting, not only for my work, but also for my personal relationship because he wanted to just get out of town right away and he could not understand why would you be staying for three more months, even if they're going to give you extra money, just, just leave. And something told me, no, this is the best decision. Like if I had this money, then that's going to give me a cushion to be able to move to San Diego, which obviously is a way higher... <laughs> <laughs> way higher uh, rent and expenses than Ohio. And I just made this huge decision to like, no, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to do this by myself. And I, I packed up all my stuff three months later and packed up my car, drove through icy freeways all by myself, 3000 miles. Oh boy. Yeah. Yikes. And, uh, I was almost to San Diego. I was in Riverside okay. and my friend who I was coming to stay with, my friend from high school said, oh, I'm so excited. You're almost here, but I have some bad news. It turns out my, I just found out my dog, my sister has leukemia. And so I'm going to be moving back to Illinois in a week to take care of her. But I talked to my roommates and they said that you could stay with them until the end of the month because then we all have to move out because of our landlord. Oh my gosh. That was two weeks later. So like, 
holy crap, what am I supposed to do? I guess just keep driving. <laughs> and have you ever had moments like that where you're like, turning point of my life, crossroads, which yes. way do I choose? Should I just turn around and start driving back? <laughs> oh, wow. No, I can't do that. I've come this far on my own. This is my independence. Right. <laughs> And something just told me you have to stick it out and, and see what this new horizon could bring. Like maybe there's new opportunities, new, new job, new, I didn't even have a job waiting for me. I had nothing. I had no, no house, no apartment, like, ah, freaky. What did you do? Well, I came to San Diego and back then there were no, I mean, there was no GPS. So I just had one of those Thomas guide maps. Do you remember those? <laughs> And I would literally like drive around and around all day, like getting lost, like pulling over, like pull up my Thomas guide. Oh, page A47. Where am I? And I started navigating and learning about San Diego and ultimately found this tiny little uh, apartment. And two weeks later, I found a Craigslist job. <laughs> oh my gosh. And <laughs> And I, that's where I started. <laughs> so the boyfriend left without you? Yeah, so it was this big, yeah, he left without me. And then we, we got back together when I moved to San Diego. And then we broke up again. And then we got back together. And then we broke up again. So it was quite a, quite a roller coaster. I'm sure many of you listening have had similar roller coasters in your life. Right. <laughs> so... You learned at a really good time to trust that something tells me. And that's yeah. literally in my go with your gut work. Live yeah, absolutely. Live in the land of something tells me. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I really resonated when I met you. Because that is so, and reading your book too, is so interesting how that instinct Mm-hmm. just you tend ha you, I think you tap into it mostly, at least for me when I'm by myself and when I can get, you know, feeling really grounded, really, really aligned with, okay, here's, here's what I need to do. Is this the pros or cons? Like, do I need to let's even sitting down and like labeling out pros and cons, but then like, okay, how do I feel about that? Yeah. That's, that is a good instinct to have about it. Um, so then after you, you got a Craigslist job, because you were in corporate, what was yeah. the switch to going into what you're doing now? Okay, so that is also a great story because that also required a huge leap of faith for me because I was basically, I was, the job that I found on Craigslist was for as a graphic designer. Okay. And that's what I went to school for as a, a fine art, uh, uh, bachelor's in fine art and specifically visual communication. But I realized after working at that job for two and a half years in an ad agency, I was like, I do not belong in a cubicle. Yeah. I do not belong dealing with office politics. Like I have better gifts to live out my purpose. I don't know exactly what my purpose was at that point in my life, but I knew it had to be something with being outdoors, working with people, enjoying life more. 
-hmm. and something told me to start my own business. I actually had photographed a wedding and I was like, this is so cool. I love photographing weddings and I love being, you know, helping people celebrate. What if I started my own photography business? So that was leap of faith, huge life decision. Number two. But you also did work those extra three months to give yourself a little bit of a cushion, but it's still scary. I remember I had worked on wall street and that's, that's corporate. Um, and I was funny you say this because today I was talking to my boyfriend. I said, Hey, I've been gone all day because I left the house at nine, did three radio shows, and then raced here to get to be with you. And he goes, well, you know, Mary, some people leave the house at seven and don't get home till five or six at night. You know, you consider yourself lucky. I said, no, I planned it this way. I planned, because I, I wanted to feel a certain way during the day and having to clock in at a corporate job from nine till five, that's just too stifling. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's almost like my essence is bigger than that, the confines of those numbers. Yes, exactly. The amount that you can give is so much bigger. <laughs> exactly. So when you, you, did a, you shot a wedding and then you, you kind of launched your photography business from there, I did. Yeah. How did you market yourself? I started going to all of these networking events and just volunteering to take photos because I pass on my business card. Oh, can I take your photo? Oh, here, if you need any other photos for your business or headshots, if you're having an event here, take my card. And it is amazing because throughout that process, and then I had like some organizations then hire me to be their official photographer and just getting my face out there. I still have clients now here 13 years later since I started my business that I've met through some of those events that I started early on. Isn't that something? You totally went grassroots on it. Yeah, yeah, because that was before Facebook and LinkedIn and all this stuff. And Instagram. Instagram. (laughs) Okay, so fast forward to today. You have two children, two girls. And are you able to find time to work a little bit in between? Yeah, so I'm juggling right now, but I'm super excited because just this week, I, (laughs) because I basically sat down with my husband and I was like, okay, we have to be consistent and strategizing or else we're never going to get anything done and we're never going to get to spend time together, much less individual time with the kids, which I think is super critical because they need to know, you know, oh, like right now my daughter and, and my husband are having daddy daughter time. Like that's a special bonding time. Right. And then after this mommy gets productivity time (laughs) and it's on the calendar. That's awesome. And that's really exciting for me. So does your so he, husband work a full-time corporate job or? No, he doesn't. He, uh, he works, uh, he's actually launching his own business and he has uh, kind of like a part-time thing that he does too. So he's home 
doing things. And he's a, he's an Ironman triathlete. So he also goes and does his training. (laughs) So that adds another element to the whole scheduling thing, but (laughs) it's like crazy, but you know, you have to be focused and consistent to make things work in life and in business. Well, and with the girls, they're probably gaining more confidence because you're giving structure to the Yeah, that's a really good point because they know what to expect, when to expect it. And there's a little bit of flexibility in there. So we, and we also, I think it's important to schedule fun time. Yes. It won't happen. So we have to put that on there too. So tell me a little bit about your dynamicstory.com business. Well, so my, my business for your dynamic story is an offshoot of my main photography and video business, which is called Guided by Imagination. But I created your dynamic story specifically for entrepreneurs that want to tell their story to feel like they can tap into the connection and also vulnerability of their own personal transformation in life and what helped them develop expertise in their industry. And developing that also helps drive more prospects into clients that want to work with you. So what does that process look like when you're working with someone? Ooh, good question. So a lot of people ask me, you know, first of all, how do I convince clients to hire me? And so we start and look at okay, who is your target client and what are their values Mm -hmm. and what values do you share with them and how, what stories, what experiences have you had in your life that relate to those values? And that specifically is a really key pivotal point that leads us to the, the process of what's next. You know, how are we going to convey those values the best way through the storytelling and really being authentic too, really tapping into the emotion because that's what people connect to. Yeah. And to connect to their emotion and, and how they feel through that process really drives their action to pick up the phone and call you. So is this in marketing materials? It or- is. Okay. Yeah, marketing materials on you know, of course, all social media platforms and YouTube and yeah, lots of things to share. (laughs) Wow. That's awesome. Okay. So I know that we're going to send people to your dynamicstory.com slash schedule because you have a gift for them. I do. And you want to- I'm going to gift them. I'm going to gift your listeners an inspiration session which is a 30 minute zoom call that we can do where I get to learn about you and what your goals are. And then I can teach you some really great insights to implement into the marketing that you're already doing to really up level the results that you're going to get this year. And so if someone were to do that and then choose to work with you, how many sessions does it take for you to get a grasp on, okay, let's do this with the materials and add these words and phrases. And then, yeah. So how many sessions does that take? And then do you just 
cut them loose and they try to go out there and prospect? Well, I have a couple different options. So it kind of depends where they're at and what their goals are for that. Uh, I have, I have an option where it's kind of a DIY, you know, where we do a few sessions together and I find out, okay, where you're at, you know, do you want us to, do you want to speak from bullet points? Do you want to speak from a script? You know, do you need us to write a script for you? Uh, and actually my husband has a background in NLP and copywriting. So we partner really well together. And, uh, and also do you need help doing the speaking? You know, how comfortable are you in front of the camera? Cause that can add, you know, to the process too, cause we can go through and, and really help them with their confidence, feeling empowered. Cause knowing what to say is part of it. Knowing how to say it is another key part too. <laughs> right. And it can be intimidating when, I mean, everybody's used to doing a selfie, but they're not used to being on a video and just that weird awkwardness comes up. Right. And even doing interviews or podcasts, they're not used to hearing their own voice. Exactly. And, yeah, and sometimes people are, sometimes people are good to go and they're like, okay, I do Facebook lives. I got this. And they just need that level of organization ahead of time. And that might be somebody that wants kind of our DIY package. And then also there's the other, there's the flip side, somebody that's like, Oh, I just feel really strange in front of the camera. What do I say? And that needs more customization, more, more handholding through the process. So that can be something that we create in a few more sessions. And if they're in San Diego, maybe we do the videos for them as well, or Southern California. Right. Yeah. Well, it sounds awesome. And do you have any tips for maybe one or two tips for well, one, understanding what is meant by being authentic. Because everybody's, hey, my name's Mary, and I, I like to podcast, and I have a go with your gut book. If you need help with whatever, you know, how do you know you hit that spot of being authentic? Mm, that's a good question. I feel like, because for me, being authentic, because there's so many versions of me. Right. And, you know, sometimes I'm the observer and I mean, that's what I have to do for being a photographer. I'm observing everyone else at the event or their expressions, like click, I have to capture that moment. Right. But sometimes I'm expressive and on stage. That's and right. So <laughs> I'm yeah. singing and dancing. <laughs> and so there's all these different levels of me, but to know, okay, how do, how do I feel in that? I like, I personally love expanding my comfort zone and to keep up leveling, you know, who I'm being in the world. Cause I, I want to reach a lot more people and help a lot more people and give my gifts. And for some people they're not there yet and that's yeah. okay. But I think the biggest part of it personally, that's made a shift for me is being compassionate to yourself and others because we a lot of time think about being compassionate to others maybe our family members but be compassionate to you 
too. So if you feel like, oh, this isn't me or this doesn't feel authentic, like that's okay. Like you're forcing it. Yeah. You don't have to force it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes it comes down to timing. Maybe expanding a little bit. Sure, it's your comfort zone that's being challenged, but sometimes maybe it's the wrong situation. Maybe it's just doesn't feel quite right. Maybe you're just in a bad space energy wise. And then you try it again and it's like, okay. Because I know that sometimes we go toward change and then we back off. But then we go a little bit further until we're ready to just, okay, I've got this. Kind of like your husband training for the Ironman. He didn't go out the door and run 26 miles. <laughs> no. You know, he ran five for a week. Right. He ran 10 for another two. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, that's kind of kind of an example of we just got to run a few steps further the next day than we did the day before. That's so true. And trusting yourself, trusting yourself that I'm in the right place. This is where I am on the path and I'm making baby steps every day or whatever that means for you. But because I think, I feel like a lot of times as an entrepreneur and a woman, I, I mean, I have these, this high level of, of goals that I want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, sometimes I catch myself, especially as a mom, like, oh, I'm not where I want to be yet. And then I have to stop and just get present yeah. and feel grateful for everything that's around me and understand that's okay because I'm making progress, even if it's just picking up the phone and making a few phone calls a day. Yeah. Even if it's writing, you know, one email, whatever that is for you to be yourself and be okay with that and feel confident. Confidence yeah. is huge. Yeah. And like you said, you're in the, if we do these, I call them, I am declarations. I am in the right place at the right time. I am making good choices. You know, you just keeping it to the forefront. Absolutely. The phrase I am is so powerful. It's a declaration. Yes, it is. I, I am enough. Yeah. Yes. And sometimes when you have little ones, you're like, you can feel like, oh my gosh, I want to do this. But what you're doing right now is the most important thing in the entire universe taking care of your babies. (laughs) Thank you. And it makes you, have you noticed being a mom has made you um, a stronger, more creative entrepreneur? Yes. Yes, it really has. And I have, I'm so much more focused because the time that I get (laughs) is like, I'm doing this. I'm making this happen. I'm not just dilly-dallying, sitting at my desk all day. (laughs) I totally remember those days where you take the kids to the park, you're doing, making, cleaning the kitchen 10 times a day, it seems. And then yeah. you lay down to take a nap. And that hour and a half goes faster than anything you've ever experienced in your life. So I yeah. get the focus. Yeah. You, you sit down and you're like, okay, 
I'm going to do these three things and you go like lightning. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think also what I see in what's taught me as being a mom is when, when I'm with my four-year-old, especially because she's at an age where she's understands like, Oh, mommy has to go to a meeting or, you know, now's our playtime or whatever that is. But she sees me doing the things that I love to do. Yes. And being a leader and being willing to step up and be on stage and share. And those kind of lessons and being in that environment, I think is going to be really critical for her stepping up to be a leader in her future. Well, and it's interesting you say that because I did the same thing. So my daughter, one was born in late 99. The other one was born January of 2002. I've been on air since 2002. So to them, their level of perception about what I do and going out into the world started here instead of further down. Does that make sense? Like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, mom was on Dr. Phil. In fact, they were on Dr. Phil in the back of <laughs> That's starting up here. <laughs> so their potential is unlimited. Yes. Oh, I love that phrase. Unlimited potential. Yeah. And it anything's possible. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of funny because they're like always asking me to do stuff for them during the day when they were in middle school or whatever. And I go, well, I have to work right now, but can you ask dad? Oh no, dad's dad has an office with phones. He's busy. I'm like, <laughs> I, I have a phone. This is <laughs> my money. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting to see how they, Stereotypes. yeah, <laughs> how they see you. And also your style is striking. When I saw you at the new media summit, I mean, you just have a presence about you. And if you're the one working with clients to bring out their presence more fully. You. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think yeah, that's true. Just helping them, you know, stand out from the competition, be more visible, and also feeling that confidence, that empowerment. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so one more time, we're gonna send them to yourdynamicstory.com slash schedule to get the free gift of the complimentary inspiration session. Yes. That's and I'll even share an ebook, my ebook, which is called empowered you. Nice. And it's 27 ways to tap into your best self. Look at you go girl. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, thank you for tuning into the Mary Goulet show with my guest, Jenny Edwards. Make sure to go check out her website, yourdynamicstory.com, and just have a conversation with her. Take advantage of getting that complimentary inspiration session and see how you can next level your life. All right. We're out. I'm Mary Goulet. Thanks for tuning in. Stop. Okay.